This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Once again, I'm on a mission, ladies and gentlemen, to find one wartime refugee, one asylum seeker, who's from war-torn Ukraine. I have been to most of the 200 shelters that have been set up by Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who yesterday welcomed the 100,000th illegal alien into the city of New York to house them, clothe them, feed them, and give them benefits, the likes of which an average American of poor means would not qualify for. We'll get into that in the next segment. But imagine he was busting his buttons and bridges with pride. And while he continues to be bipolar on this issue, Manic depressive, one minute he's euphoric, the next minute he's saying it's over. But the illegal aliens keep rolling in upwards of five buses a day. I cannot find one Ukrainian. Now, you would think the one group of people anywhere in the world who can make the case that they are in need of war refugee status, asylum seeker status, uh, the Ukrainians fleeing the war. Over a million and a half that have been housed in Poland and Hungary and other East European countries, many of whom want to come to the United States, many of whom would qualify to come to the United States, except the rules are different for them. It's old school rules by the Biden administration. They must have a sponsor. They must have somebody who is going to stand there and take responsibility for any expenses that have to... uh, uh, be paid for by the taxpayers to provide them with any food or clothing or shelter, job training, whatever, education. It's not the responsibility of the state or the federal government. It's the responsibility of the sponsors. And that's the way it was for generations and generations of legal immigrants who came to Ellis Island, Ellis Island uh, having been closed in 1954 when I was birthed at Brooklyn Hospital. <clears throat> 
Well, you know, Lou, inevitably, uh, while doing this rip and read, we have to return to a earlier program. In this case, we go back to February 15th of 2023. I reported for the first time that Eric Adams, while going up with a tin cup in his hand, trying to shake down the state assembly, the state the Senate, and the governor for more money, for more illegal aliens, was questioned in open session by state senator who represents uh, Central Islip and uh, that area which for a long time was the haven of MS-13 Brentwood. She is a socialist without a doubt, originally from El Salvador. Monica Martinez, and she knew exactly what the Eric Adams administration was doing because she's Democrat to Democrat. The Republicans knew nothing. Listen to her question. Back on February 15th of 2023. It was reported that New York City is looking into NASA Coliseum as a potential uh, housing for our asylum, you know, asylum seekers. Is that part of the New York City plan? Hmm. Very direct question. She already knew the answer that the Eric Adams administration had reached out to the leasee of the Nassau County uh, Coliseum. Empty. And this was Mayor Adams' response on February 15th of 2023 in Albany. If we were to uh, do an initiative in one of the local municipalities in the area, we're going to com- communicate uh, with the local electeds. Uh, to share what we are doing. And I warned everyone in Nassau County, specifically the Nassau County GOP, Bruce Blakeman, the executive director, and our own Peter King here at WABC, that this is exactly what Eric Adams was doing. No, a thousand times no, you're lying, you're making this up, Sliwa, it ain't going to happen. When a casino license is granted, one of only three for downstate, We're hoping that Nassau County will be the winner. Sands has put in a bid through their lobbyists. Husband-in-law, David Patterson, oh, i got a lot to say about him tomorrow, Lou. You want to be listening at 7.05, would say. But anyway, I digress. That ain't happening. So they told me I lied. I was making it difficult for Nassau County. I was getting people riled up. I said, look, I'm, I'm just Paul Revere. I'm the messenger. You don't like the sound of the message. Don't discredit the messenger. And now we see in today's New York Post exclusive agents of Eric Adams, who lies every day about where he's sending illegal aliens, to Donovan Richards, the Queensboro president, who is the mini-me of Eric Adams. This guy hates cops. Oh, my God. I remember when uh, he barely beat Elizabeth Crowley in his re-election bid. He called her a racist. He called our very dear friend here at WABC, Robert Holden from Middle Village, Glendale, Maspeth, Queens, a racist. This guy hates white people. To him, white people are all crackers, just like his friend Eric Adams views white people. And then they had Hazel Dukes. I thought she was dead. Hazel Dukes, who was head of the NAACP in New York State, but more importantly, put in charge of OTB by David Dinkins, and you know what happened after that. It was the only bookie, uh, she was the only bookie ever to lose money. There's OTB out in uh, Long Island now. There's no OTB in the city of New York any longer. So there's a full-court press. 
to possibly get to use Nassau County Coliseum. And it's good to see the Republicans are rallying around the flag. Bruce Blakeman is saying a thousand times no. And that's why so many of those who came out to the thousands who joined us last night in that rally to stop the tents, to stop the illegal aliens from being housed on the grounds of Creedmoor, right on Hillside Avenue, one and a half miles from Nassau County, where two different bus lines go right into Nassau County, one to Great Neck, one to Hillcrest. They're coming. And it was good to see that Peter King was in agreement with me that we have to come together and stop this. But notice there's a nefarious plan here. And the city administration lies, lies, anything to be able to shove illegal aliens into your neighborhood. And I'm not just talking about the five boroughs. They'll do it in Nassau. They'll do it in Suffolk. They're already doing it in Westchester. As I told you, George Latimer has accepted illegal aliens in Port Chester. They're coming soon. You better organize. You better protest. So they're going to be right in your backyard. Meantime, there's none outside his house in Rye. That's for sure. Uh, they've been put up there in uh, Dutchess County, Mid-Hudson Valley, uh, over there in uh, Orange County with that Pendejo Newhouse who gets spun like a top by Eric Adams. What a dopey Republican he is. Uh, Albany County, Erie County. We could go on and on. And then the lie of all lies the other night on the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion with John Katzmatidis and Rita Cosby. From the Office of Emergency Management for the City of New York, John asked him a question because 1,500 people had assembled uh, across from Midland Beach where there's plenty of free parking. Uh, outside of 1111 Father Capadonna Boulevard in Staten Island where there used to be a long-term senior citizen housing unit. And everybody knows in the neighborhood that the seniors that were left remaining there, including a 95-year-old woman whose husband had been a veteran, had been kicked to the street. Everybody knew that. They saw it with their own eyes. So what did the uh, head of the Department of uh, OEM say to John Katsimatidis and to all of you? There was a story on Staten Island that we're we're moving uh, old-age people out of an old-age home to put uh, migrants in? Was that true or not true? That is not true. You lying sack of bull. Flotsam and jetsam and bovine organite. I mean, I am so mad at this guy. Again, if any of you trust or believe Eric Adams' administration, they bust him in overnight. They give you no heads up. There's no transparency. They lie. Last week, before the demonstration, Vito Fisella, the borough president, came on with John and Rita twice during the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion to discuss that exact same point. This is so weird because you had people, there was a 95, 96-year-old woman who was forced to move out uh. of this facility, and now people have been in this country two weeks, three weeks, they're going to have a nice view of the, of the water. So I mean, they, they, they get, the foreigners are getting preference over the American citizens. So I guess the director of the Office of Emergency Management, agent of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, is calling Vito Fisella, Staten Island Borough President, a liar. Well, guess what? We're not taking it. We had our first night of civil disobedience last night in Queens outside of Creedmoor. Thousands showed up from Queens and Nassau County. And every future demonstration will involve civil disobedience. The next one, mark it down on your calendar. I hope you can be there. 
because we're going to be outside that long-term senior citizen uh, uh, unit at 1111 Father Capadonna Boulevard, 2 o'clock on Sunday, rain, snow, sleet, or shine. Hopefully you can join us. We had 1,500 last Saturday. And this time, some of us are going to be arrested. Civil disobedience will be part of every demonstration here on. The mayor called himself uh, Mayor Gandhi, and we're going to show him Gandhian techniques. We cannot allow them to lie lie directly about what they're doing with the cooperation of profiteers like Jimmy Otto, the former borough president of Staten Island, Republican conservative, who became Judas, accepted 30 pieces of silver to work in the Eric Adams administration at City Hall, then replaced the Udiscraziata building commercial, uh, building commissioner, the other Utraditor, Eric Ulrich, who's on his way to jail for owing a vig of $600,000 to the banana crime family and he's the one who approved the specs his inspectors went into that senior citizen long-term housing unit on father capitana boulevard and approved it gave it thumbs up how can he live with himself he lives out there in staten island you see jimmy otto you know where he lives knock on his door say how the hell could you do this jimmy how could you do it you should impale yourself you traditor This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, haha! Wow. That was a one-hit wonder, 1966. Remember the VH1 show, the one-hit wonder shows? This was by Napoleon the Fourteenth, an American uh, singer, writer, and um, it's actually Cousin Brucie would have played it back in 66 on the old WABC Top 40, Harry Harrison, all of them. It was in rotation. I remember listening to it as a kid. You can't play that song now. It's not considered politically correct. 
but it's certainly something that I thought of while roaming through the grounds, 300 acres of uh, Creedmoor, where we have conducted demonstration after demonstration to stop the tents, to stop the illegal aliens from being put into that state psychiatric facility. Uh, before I get into those details, though, there was quite the chasm, quite the uh, schism that developed yesterday all-out political warfare between Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, best friend of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. I mean, in the history of New York City and New York State, I've known a lot of mayors and governors, some personally, some not, who had a visceral hate for one another. First, it was Nelson Rockefeller and John Lindsay. Uh, to, to the death, they hated one another, and they didn't help one another. And then, of course, it was Rudy Giuliani and George Pataki. They hated one another until the attack of 9-11. They put aside their differences and came together. And as we saw uh, with Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, uh, his former friend, his former boss at HUD, Housing and Urban Development, when Andrew Evilized Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Faccia Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, uh, was uh, secretary of HUD for Bill Clinton, and in charge of Northeast activities was his very dear friend, Bill de Blasio. But on a regular basis, especially during COVID, the lockdown and pandemic that started in March of 2020, Andrew Cuomo would go out of his way to pimp slap around Mayor de Blasio. It's just the way it's been for most of the time. And this came about when Kathy Hochul's personal attorney, not Tish James, who normally would represent the governor, uh, she exempted herself, recused herself. Her personal attorney wrote a scathing 14-page dossier. It really is a dossier of all the things that Eric Adams has not done in the past year. Scathing. And this is what Kathy Crimewave Holcomb had to say about that 14-page letter. Let's be very clear. You cannot involuntarily take people from the city and send them all over the state of New York. Putting someone in a hotel on a dark, lonely road in upstate New York and telling them they're supposed to survive is not compassion. But you know something, it doesn't have to be a small town in a backwater area of a major urban area. Uh, Just to give you an idea, a busload of 78 illegal aliens was sent up to Rochester, New York. They agreed to go. They didn't realize that it's now Rochester, per capita, per person. It is the most dangerous city in all of New York State. And in fact, uh, as soon as the bus arrived, they got off the illegals. They were from uh, Central and South America. A bunch of homeboys were on the co- on the corner screaming invectives. Get the hell out of here. We'll kill you. Get out of Rochester. And you know what those 76 illegal aliens did? They told the bus driver, hold up, we're not taking our belongings. We're getting back on the bus. You drive us right down the New York State Thruway back to the Port Authority. We ain't coming to Rochester. That's how bad it has gotten. It's not just small towns upstate. So now Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, was having a press conference up in the Bronx. And all of a sudden, he felt he had been bamboozled. But he wanted to uh, assure everybody that the working relationship that he has with Kathy Hochul is top shelf five star. People want to see the governor and I fight. That's not going to happen. I like her. She likes me. 
and the things that we can learn from each other, we are going to do together. But there's a bigger issue, which I'll explain momentarily. It's all about Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plans, Battle Cry. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. A year ago, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb gave the city administration, Eric Adams, one and a half billion dollars for migrant relief. He has not accounted for not a nickel, dime, and penny of it. Sort of reminds you, right? One and a half billion dollars. What? Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor of the dope from Park Slope, and his crooked wife, Charlene McRae, did. Took $1.5 billion over five years from us, the city taxpayers, to supposedly take care of the emotionally disturbed through a fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi program called Thrive. Stole the money. And there are a number of us who are doing the deep dive in the research. Danielle, lovely wife, great attorney, uh, who is married to Sid. She is doing this stealth as part of her high-profile law firm. I don't know the details of it, but she's on the case. And actually, my wife, Nancy, the e-attorney, who openly we are going after where the money ended up because it wasn't spent on the emotionally disturbed, we can assure you. And we'll have words for that coming up. But the most interesting thing in all of this is that she wants an accounting of where is the $1.5 billion, $432 million that was given in a no-bid contract to a group called Doc. Go. I'm going to get to that momentarily. Uh, Tom DiNapoli, the state controller, is saying, where are the receipts? Where are the invoices? Uh, we don't have any idea of what Eric Adams and uh, City Hall has done with that money. In fact, Eric Adams went on to embellish that. If her observation is that here's some things that you can do differently, we're all in. One thing no one is stating that we didn't do. We've housed 100,000 people. Unlike any other city. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. And when I was outside of Creedmoor last night before being arrested with 12 others, 13 of us were arrested, blocking the path of entry to the illegal aliens onto the grounds of Creedmoor, and then eventually blocking... um, uh, the major thoroughfare and being arrested by cops at the 105th precinct who were taking selfies with me and high-fiving me. I mean, one of the few times they got thrown in jail, this is the 78th time where the cops actually wanted to take selfies with me, not give me a wooden shampoo, and actually treat me as if I were the mayor. I mean, that's what they were saying. Mayor Sliwa, you don't mind. They got to put these cuffs on. Mayor Sliwa, you don't mind. You know, I need some of your personal information. I said, look, I'm a pro at this. Uh, this is number 78. This is my best arrest yet with many more to come. Although I just been informed, is this correct, Kevin? Uh, excuse me, not Kevin. That's uh, the assistant program director. I guess it went from Matt Meany, our program director, to our assistant program director, Kevin uh, uh, Droish, um, to now you, Justin Ellick executive producer, that I am to appear on the 5 o'clock roundtable edition with our boss, John Katsimatidis, Rita Cosby, and their participants. And apparently, I'm going to have to do some kind of retraction. It's not quite sure. It's a little hazy. I'm going to have to apologize. Uh, I'm going to have to explain uh, why I was arrested. 
God only knows what, all of my enemies are probably making the phone sing and ring uh, up in uh, John's office. They want me fired. They want me suspended. They want me to bend on wounded knee. They want me to retract statements. They want me to apologize. That ain't happening. But the boss is the boss. And apparently he wants to um, take me to the woodshed. Is that the correct uh, term, the verbal woodshed? Uh, He would take the verbal switch to me. I don't know. But I'm a man's man. I can take it. Anyway, boy, I can take it, but I can sure give it. And that's exactly what I said outside of Creedmoor last night before being arrested with the other 12. PlayStation, 72-inch plasma TVs, culturally prepared food. What? You don't want a bagel with a schmear? I'll tell you what. What about con arroz habitualis, beans and rice? What? You want a chuleta on top, a pork chop, mangu, mafungo, pork rub hub. The taxpayers will pay for it. And that's what these illegal aliens get. They're in a tent. There's no curfew. They get to go wherever they want, whenever they want. There are three buses outside. One's a city bus. And the two others take you to Nassau County, Hillcrest and Great Neck, and they have free passage. And I warned everyone in Nassau, and thank God they were out there, there hundreds of them, to join the thousands from uh, Queens. And to uh, Peter King, who was good enough yesterday before he came on the 5 o'clock roundtable edition with John and Rita, saying, yeah, I've been trying to warn, meaning Peter King's been trying to warn Nassau County residents, they're coming, even though it's a no-sanctuary county, even though Bruce Blakeman, his county executive, has made it very clear they're not welcome in Nassau County. Uh, You can't stop them. And with this story today, exclusively in the New York Post, that Eric Adams wants to house them in the Nassau County College team. Look, I'm not interested in apologies anymore from uh, the Nassau County uh, GOP. I warned you back on February 15th, and you called me a liar that I was making it up. It's true. Let's put aside our differences. Let's protect Queens. Let's protect Nassau County. Let's protect our city. Let's protect our state. Because this is spreading everywhere by a guy on Sunday night. At the end of the annual India Day Parade in Easton, Queens, declared himself to be, get this, the chutzpah, Mayor Gandhi. So I'm Gandhi-like. I think like Gandhi. I act like Gandhi. I want to be like Gandhi. Yeah. Well, this is the question you have to answer, Eric Adams. What's your relationship with Doc Go? Thank you, sir. Just like you. Just like I have no relationship with Doc Go, sir. What's your relationship with Doc Go? Project Veritas, again, months ago, uh, honed in on the mayor because they know there's a lot of whining, dining, and pocket lining going on with this group that has no experience dealing with migrants. They got a sweetheart, no-bid contract for $432 million to deal with migrant issues in New York City. No-bid contract. They failed in Erie County. The county executive says, I'm not dealing with DACO anymore. They sent... Illegal aliens here, two of whom have raped female personnel of the no-tell motel super rates that they were staying at. I don't want any more. Get them out of Cheektowaga, Tonawanda. Get them out of Buffalo. Then up in Rotterdam, outside of Albany, uh, the local officials there said they gave us paperwork for the illegal aliens that Doc Go brought up from New York City that we were more than happy to accept. And it was all fake information. They just created these fake profiles. Nobody trusts .go. 
The mayor has to answer. He has declared that they are operating under his executive emergency orders. So they don't have to be transparent. They don't have to indicate who's getting all the ancillary contracts out of $432 million of a no-bid contract. And now you wonder why Eric Adams is not trusted by Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, by the schmuck to putz Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, by even Joe Biden when it comes to money. He said on Friday, well, it was going to cost $4 billion, but now times that by three, it's going to cost $12 billion. He's ripping us off. To be continued. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got the feeling. Oh, I got the feeling, uh, Lou and Justin, something bad is going to be happening tonight at 5 o'clock on the roundtable discussion with John. I've been summoned to be on the program, which I've been on many times. It's a very good program between uh, sit in the morning and then me uh, with the Rip and Reed uh, and then naturally John and Rita with their many guest contributors. More people are listening at that time because that's the time that most people can listen to the radio in the morning, drive time, in the afternoon for lunch, and at night, drive time home. And uh, all three programs do great. There's no doubt about it. You look at the rating, uh, the ratings, they're soaring. But let me get this straight, Justin Alec. I've been told that I may have to be taken to the verbal woodshed and given the verbal switch. Or they may have to recant something or apologize or retract. You know, I don't do that. Wow. This could be high noon at five. Man, that's five hours later, right? So, uh, you better be listening. That's all I can say. You know me. I don't. Hey, look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, I've always apologized if I'm wrong. But when I ain't wrong, you know, I stand my ground. That's right. I stand my ground. And, just when I thought things were getting better with Bo Dito, just when I thought things were getting better, we had mended all our differences. Because now I'm at war with David Patterson, my husband-in-law, and obviously Congressman Peter King. Bo was talking about he wants to do something, uh, at least organize people, to do a ballot initiative and referendum in the presidential race 2024 to try to dissolve uh, the city council or create something to replace it. I don't know what it is. I'm always for initiative and referendum. Uh, and I wanted to hear him out because he wanted me part of this uh, blue ribbon panel until he said the following. How many people do you or do we need to put on this committee to ensure that it's in place? Well, here's, here's the, the idea is we're going to put as many as we want to come on. But there's I'm, no minimum number. No, no, I'm going to Al Sharpton. I'm going to sit down with Al Sharpton. I know him when he was the fat rat in Queens, when he was in the former for the police. Oh, man. Justin, you saw me. I was screaming in the hallways. Al Sharpton. Now, I realize at times, uh, Bo Dito, who has become a great actor, some of his most recent appearances are in The Godfather of Harlem there. But let me tell you something. This ain't uh, Al Slim Shady Sharpton playing uh, Bumpy Johnson in the 60s. That's Forrest Whitaker's character. And uh, clearly the character that is being played by 
Bodito does a great job is that of Tommy Lucchese, who actually has a finger chopped off by Bumpy Johnson, who orders that. Well, I think it's Vinny the Chin Giganti, who orders it. It doesn't matter. Can I hear that one more time, Lou, because I was ready to literally come in there and chop his finger off. How many people do you or do we need to put on this committee to ensure that it's in place? Well, here's the, here's the, the idea is we're going to put as many as we want to come on. But there's I'll, no minimum number. No, no, I'm going to Al Sharpton. I'm going to sit down with Al, Al Sharpton. Sharpton. I know him when he was the fat rat in Queens when he was in the form yeah, for the police. Oh, he was wired up. A lot of civil rights leaders ended up getting jammed up talking to uh, Al Slim Shady Sharpton. <laughs> That's how he avoided going to jail for dealing with the Gambinos. We'll save that for another day. But then, instead of slowing down, he added to my anger. You know what? Al Sharpton's a smart guy. Al Sharpton does what he got to do. But I'm going to try to get him on board to change this city and straighten this you city out. You think he would do that? I will ask him. I will ask him. Change this city and straighten it out. He's ruined this city. Bo, have you lost your mind? Do you remember my Cumbarichich Rudy Giuliani was approached by Bill Bratton? January of 1994, I remember it. Police officers had run into the mosque in Harlem. Eight of them were injured because they thought that there had been a shooting. And the Nation of Islam was saying, you can't touch us. And then Sharpton was representing Screwy Louis Farrakhan there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't forget. And Bill Bratton told Rudy Giuliani, who was mayor then, you know, I want to meet with Sharpton. And I'll never forget, both have confirmed this story, both Bill Bratton when I talked to them and Rudy Giuliani. Rudy said, you meet with Sharpton. If that's what you want to do, you can leave your badge and your gun right on my desk because I'll have another police commissioner by this afternoon. Bottom line is... He did not meet without some shade of Sharpton. I've asked Sid Rosenberg to do an intervention. This is unforgivable. Al Slim Shady Sharpton has done everything to destroy this city. I will not deal on any commission in which Bo Dietl has Al Slim Shady Sharpton.